0: Welcome to the Who's on the Move SC podcast. I am your host, Alan Cooper. Today we are going to be speaking with Max Berry, one of the co-founders of Allegiance Flag Supply in Charleston, South Carolina. When I asked Max about what the company does, he said, they make the highest quality American flags in the world. The Who's on the Move SC podcast highlighting entrepreneurs making an impact in our communities, is made possible with the support of NP Strategy, learn more at npstrategy.com we also appreciate the support of the charleston chapter of the entrepreneurs organization also known as eo and nephron pharmaceuticals a south carolina-based company nephron delivers and produces safe affordable generic inhalation solutions and the riley institute at Furman university learn more at furmanedu forward slash riley Max, tell us about the origin of Allegiance Flag Supply.
1: Allegiance Flag Supply is founded by myself and my partners, Katie and Wes Lyon. They're a married couple. And we started Allegiance in 2018, really as a side business. Um, we all had full-time jobs at the time. And we you know, started this business and not really expecting much. It's 100% owned by us. We're super proud of that. It's fully bootstrap business. We don't have any investors. And our whole kind of goal here was to be able to work for ourselves and not have a boss. Um, So we started Allegiance. And I feel like a lot of times when you listen to business podcasts or entrepreneurship podcasts, you always hear like, oh, we started it. And then it just took off like, you know, rapidly on fire. And It's the opposite of our story. We started in late 2018 and it was crickets for over a year. We would get an order here, maybe an order there, um, but nothing substantial, absolutely not quitting our jobs anytime soon.
0: What opportunity did you see in the marketplace?
1: The American flags that we bought for our homes were just kind of poorly made we were shocked to find out that a lot of these american flags were being made overseas in china which just didn't make sense to us we figured if there's one product that should be made in america it needs to start with the american flag so that kind of made us think what is going on here and then we looked more into it and then there were other american flags that were made here in america but they were kind of like spit out of a machine if you will there wasn't much craftsmanship going into them.
0: When did business start to change for you?
1: Basically, fast forward from 2018 to COVID, when that hit in, what, February, March of 2020, and that's really when the business started taking off. I think uh, you saw uh, a few things happen. You saw an increased sense of patriotism at the beginning of COVID. Uh, People kind of felt like we were all in this together, and then us as a company made a wide variety of pivots to change kind of the product change the the story behind the product focus on american made and that kind of all came together and call it march of 2020 and then we started getting more and more orders the business started taking off i actually got furloughed from my job i come from the hotel finance world. Um, and hotels were just got hit really hard during COVID. And I got furloughed and it was like the stars aligned in a way where it was like, if we were ever going to do this full time, now is the time. Let's go all in and do it. So we moved out of Wes and Katie's garage into this small little tornado shelter building on the Navy yard here in Charleston. And Uh, The rest is kind of history. Since then, we've moved warehouses several times as we've outgrown. Um, We're in a 6,000 square foot warehouse now, and we're going to move here in the next few months into a 15,000 square foot warehouse, and we've just kind of continuously outgrown. We grew 4,500% in 2020. We grew another... 250% in 2021 and we're going to grow another triple digits here in 2022 so it's just been a lot of growth it's been fun but it's also been like a puzzle trying to figure out how do you grow uh still remaining profitable and also keeping we're a a cpg company at the end of the day so we need to have enough inventory on hand to be able to fulfill all the orders that we get but at the same time how do you keep that inventory balance with your cash flow and how do you maintain a healthy cash flow while essentially more than doubling your inventory every year. So that's been a fun puzzle to figure out. And
0: What channels have worked for you in building the business?
1: Our channel has always been direct to consumer. We've always wanted to focus on that customer relationship. I come from a like five-star hotel background and I know how important customer service is. Uh, And we've really put that customer, we've put a five-star hotel customer service in our business as one of our core pillars. So any customer that has an issue with a flag, I mean, these flags are flying outdoors 24 seven. It's a piece of fabric at the end of the day. So we we don't try to act like these flags are gonna last a lifetime because they're not. But if any of our customers have a problem Call us, email us. We'll we'll fix it for you. You know, we'll send you a new flag. We're happy to do that, and that's kind of built into the cost of our model. So we've always wanted to be a direct to consumer business because we we think that owning that relationship with the with the customer is extremely important. We do do a little bit of wholesale, uh, but the vast majority of our business has been direct to consumer.
0: Max, what are some of your goals for twenty twenty two?
1: The goal for 2022 for us has always been professionalize the business. Um, we just hired a CFO, we're making big operations hires. Us as the three co-founders really want to spend our time with more of the new product development, more directional focus of the business. Um, and as I'm sure you know, as a, a founder starting out in a young business, you wear a lot of hats. So. What we are really wanting to do now is to delegate more and, and pass some of those hats onto other professionals that can come uh, you know, take the business in their own direction. For us, that means we just actually opened up our manufacturing side in October of 21. So that's relatively young. So getting more scientific and more mathematical around uh, production and numbers and outputs and efficiency, That's huge on our radar for this year. Um, And then also growing into a new space. We've outgrown this warehouse quickly, so now we have to find a new one and move into that warehouse and set up all the lines in that warehouse and set up the fulfillment and just really create that efficiency that is going to create the foundational structure for the next really three years of our growth.
0: Max, what is the key to success for an entrepreneur in one word? Oh.
1: <laughs> the key to success for an entrepreneur, I think I think you need a little bit of luck and a little bit of persistence. Like for us, I think it would have been easy to quit back in twenty eighteen and twenty nineteen when we really weren't getting many orders. But we didn't. And I think the little bit of luck that we got was around twenty twenty when Obviously a lot of retail stores closed for, because of COVID and people were more prone to online shop. Um, e- the e-commerce industry grew, I think the number was like, it grew 10 years in a few months because a lot of retail was closed and that helped us um, grow our e-com store. So I think when, when the luck strikes being in that position with all your hard work and persistence to be able to take advantage of the luck that presents itself at the time, and I think that's what we did well uh, to, to be where we are now.
0: Max, talk about the pivot from contracting with others for your flag supply to setting up your own manufacturing facility to produce flags.
1: So we made a decision that our core business being selling American flags, we started out just contracting. I mean, none of us three founders have any experience with sewing. Uh, we worked with great contractors in the beginning to make a flag that was different than what's on the market now and really frankly make the best highest quality american flag in the country but there came a time as the business continued to grow that we needed to make the decision are we going to rely on third-party contractors to control the inventory of our business like things happen um contractors people don't show up to work, um, they run out of material. And we just went through so many growing pains where we, we sold out of inventory every single summer. I mean, summer is like the peak time for flag, the flag business. So just relying on a third party wasn't working for us because we wanted to be able to control our own destiny. So we made the decision, all right, let's try to figure out how to bring all of our manufacturing in-house, and I think going to your question earlier about what makes entrepreneurs successful, I also think another thing is ignorance. I think if we would've known what we know now, even starting this business, we might not even have even started it. If we would've known what we know now about <laughs> manufacturing, we might not have started it, but it, both of those things worked out to our advantage because we were ignorant of just things. We didn't know what we didn't know. Um, So we have started manufacturing American flags. We manufacture about 75% of all of the flags. We still do work with some contract manufacturers, but the goal here in the next few months is to be able to bring on 100% of our manufacturing. And it allows us to one, cut costs, two, have much more control over our inventory, over the inventory planning, and uh, allows us to not sell out Um, of our products and then three which is super important to us it allows us to create jobs specifically um, textile manufacturing jobs which we are very passionate about because as you know in the late 20th century the American textile manufacturing job pretty much got shipped off overseas we are passionate about bringing those jobs back our customers are super passionate about bringing these textile manufacturing jobs back. So we've hired, we've got 25 employees right now. It just makes us proud and it makes us, you know, when we go to sleep at night, we know that uh, we're just doing the right thing. I mean, these people, these seamstresses are unicorns. They are artisans and the, the way that they sew these American flags is incredible. I mean, I can't sew and I've tried, believe me. Um, it's, it's, they're artisans and it's just, it makes us proud to be able to hire folks like them to, to make these flags because it means something to them too. They come from um, the world of, you know, they might be sewing more industrial, like you call it like car seats or boat covers. And that's great too, but the look on their eye when they sew the American flag, like our, um, our director of sewing, she's a veteran. She's an Air Force veteran. And the American flag really means something to her. For her to be here and, and lead this team, I think is is just special. Um, so, you know, bringing those jobs back to this country is important. Hiring veterans is extremely important to us. And then lastly, hiring military spouses has been very important to us. Our entire customer service team is military spouses, and what we found is military spouses have run into issues of job insecurity because they're having to move around a lot. They don't really know how long they're going to be at one location and that's led to job insecurity with their careers. So bringing military spouses on for our customer service team has been awesome because they can work remotely and they have an awesome story to tell. Our customers love to talk to them uh, and talk about their journey as a military spouse. So that's been great for us, great for our customers. and.